Explain a little bit on how it is turning the page for you. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I don't fuck with 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 you, bro. You be talking too much shit about me on Twitter. Welcome to a brand new episode of my weekly podcast, What's Happening? I am your host, P-Line. You can listen on various platforms. We on Apple Podcasts, we on Google Podcasts, and we on Spotify as well. Like it, leave a comment, or you can share it. Just do something. I would like to welcome everyone to a brand new episode of my weekly podcast, What's Happening? I'm your host as always, P-Line. Glad to have everyone with me. Hope your week off to a great start. Weekend, everybody stay safe. Episode 57. This one. You know, we gonna talk about who eats first at the dinner table. But before we do that, let me talk to y'all real quick. About some things that went on this past week. And we gonna go around the world. Now, this past week, man... I ran into one of my old partners. You know what I'm saying? He looked like he had them fell on hard times. He asked me to borrow a couple dollars. And I said, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? One of my old partners ain't no problem. I let him borrow a couple dollars. But before I wanted, before I give him the, the cash, you know, I wanted to talk to him, catch up with him a little bit. So as we go to catching up, come to find out, he tell me he owed the city of Cape Coral $16,000 for running excessive tolls. Damn. $16,000 for running the toll? For those that don't know, Cape Coral, Florida has a toll that you go to and it costs $2 every time you pass through the toll. But what he apparently did, he was running through the toll. You know, you got two sides. You got the, the the person that sits in the booth and collects their money, or you can just go through, you know, the you know the you know without the person and, and you can just go through and they'll bill you. And he never paid it. And he ran up sixteen thousand dollars worth. That's a lot. And he told me he did it in excess of one year. How the hell you run up $16,000 on a toll in one year? That means you had to go across that toll at least 20 times every day. 20 times every single day at $2. It's only 24 hours in a day, bro. It's only 24 hours in a day. And you mean to tell me 20 times you went through the toll? What the fuck were you doing? Did you sleep? That's a lot of toll running, man. I couldn't believe it. So to make a long story short, 
I told him, ain't no need in getting more debt, man. You owe the IRS. You owe the, the, the not the IRS, but, you know, the, the county, $16,000. I'm surprised they let him go as long as he did. They, um, they, they, they didn't suspend his license earlier, man. He must have had multiple cars or something. He had to with his name plate on it because $16,000 20 times a day, he must got three cars in his name or something because I can't I, I, I can't go cross. You might as well move to Fort Myers. The fuck you living in Cape Coral for if you got to go over in Fort Myers so much? You know what I'm saying? Like 20 times? Nah, that ain't going to happen. 16000 Nah, mm-mm. Look here, we gonna we gonna need to go through some mediation or something. Well, I ain't coming off them sixteen band. And if I do, you know what I'm saying, man, you 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 can get it when I'm dead. Because boy, sixteen thousand dollars. I mean, it gotta be some fees on it or something. They must have tacked on some fees or something. It's something. Sick. That just seems like it's excessive to me. You know what I'm saying? So that was one of my partners I ran into. Hey man, this this young generation, boy, look at y'all. They something else. <laughs> boy, this man, this is this is an interesting generation. Now I love them because my my kids are part of it. You know what I mean? But they came the generation after, you know, because they ain't number sixteen. And I want to say congratulations, you know, my to my daughter for winning Miss Southwest Florida. You know, teen. She got a big schedule coming up. She got a lot of parades to attend. And I have to tell her, you know what I'm saying? You might, you, you, you're going to have to, you know, do some exercise to strengthen your wrist because you're going to be doing a lot of waving. She got a bright future ahead of her, both of my daughters. And my youngest, 14, she turned 15, you know, this month of March. And um, congratulations in order for her as well because she finished in her, in her high school with one of the highest GPAs, a great point average in high school. She's a real scholar, you know what I mean? You know, as a freshman. So uh, congratulations to those two young, beautiful, you know, inspired ladies. They got bright futures ahead of them. But this young generation, man, ooh, wee! You got to, they, boy, they something else. They be on some other, other shit. I just, I can't get a grab on, you know what I'm saying, how they operate, they brain, and what be ticking in their mind and make them do what they do. But boy, look at him, they do some weird shit. Did y'all hear about the story of the guy from Fort Myers? It made national news, man. I seen the Shade Room posted on their page. A 23-year-old guy allegedly was sucking Elderated toes, man. He was a caretaker in the hospital. They say they called him sucking the lady toes. He was 23 years old. And this lady was 80. What the fuck is you doing? Crouching down, eating, sucking, licking this lady toes. I don't know what the fuck. What the hell was. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all, man. I don't know. I can't grab it. I cannot grip what is coming to of the young, these young motherfuckers. These motherfuckers screwed up in the head. Well, how could your mind even, you know what I'm saying, jump to that level? How can, how you go there? What, what, what is, what is you thinking? 
what puts you, you know what I'm saying, to want to even attempt. You know what I'm saying? Even if you was... Th- I mean, I just can't understand, man. I mean, y'all got to know. You got to know this old woman, man. She got dirt on the bottom of her feet from the motherfucking 40s, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know. Motherfuckers used to walk around bare-feeted back then. You know what I'm saying? My old boy never left the house with shoes on. He always walked barefoot. And never was sick, though. You know what I'm saying? And never was sick. But this 23-year-old guy is sucking on an elderly lady toes. He got busted. I ain't sucking on nobody's toes, man. Nobody. The only thing going in his mouth is food, man. That's it. I ain't sucking on no toes, man. What is you going through? This lady don't like you. What you daydreaming about? You like older women? What you what you secretly shooting a, a porn? I mean, I don't know, man. But it's just where we at, man. This is the generation we live in. And that's, and that's what they doing. So we're going to move on from that. And now we're going to talk about these other people, man. You know what I'm saying? Young and old, they all the same. <laughs> they all the same. They weird me. I, I don't know where, you know what I'm saying, these motherfuckers going with this shit. But boy, look at him. It's crazy. So J-Lo and Shakira got over 1,300 complaints to the FCC. Okay, the Federal Commission, Com- Communicated, Communication Commission. They got over 1,300 complaints for their Super Bowl performance. <sighs> they say it was soft porn, man. The people that wrote the complaints, we had a complaint from every state except one. I'm going to give y'all time to guess what one State didn't write a complaint. All right, time up. It was Vermont. That's the only state that didn't write a complaint on J-Lo and Shakur for their Super Bowl performance at halftime. Everybody else wrote a complaint. And guess who wrote the most complaint? Texas. Now, just off the top of my head, I want to say that Texas is a heavy Latino Hispanic population. Just off the top of my head. It's right close to Mexico. It's right close to New Mexico, California. You know, those type of places. And, you know, Miami maybe. You know, and all them type of places like that. You would think that's a heavily Hispanic Latin community. So... I'm not sure why they getting the most complaints when they surrounded around Hispanic Latinos. And they want to say that it was soft porn? Man, I don't know what these motherfuckers want to watch, man. I mean, you got to know your audience. I mean, not your audience, but you got to know your performers. If you got kids watching this and you think that's overly aggressively, you know, if you feel like this 
those acts with soft porn, what world are you living in? I don't see worse on cartoons, man. I don't see worse on cartoons. You know what I'm talking about? But you know J-Lo and Shakira. They like to shake it, man. They like to do it. They like to make it do what it do. You know that. You know it. If you know anything about J-Lo and Shakira, you know, hips don't lie. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Shake it, shake it, shake it. You know that's what they do. So you, I don't know what you thought when you sat down, what you were going to see when it came to J-Lo and Shakira. You know. But you, you want to run out and put up a complaint? Texas? Probably the probably the highest, probably the second highest, you know, Latino Hispanic community in the U.S. Vermont is the only state that didn't write a complaint. Now I looked up further. I looked it up further, and I seen Janet Jackson, you know, set the record for her Super Bowl performance as far as how many complaints came in. There were five. 160,000 complaints on just uh, um, um, Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson halftime performance where they had a malfunction with her, you know, her breast being exposed. That was the most complaints that the FCC got. And they got fined, but they later reversed the fine and saying that they couldn't hold the network you know, which at the time, I think it was CBS. They couldn't hold them responsible. So they throw that fine. But yeah, man, you know, they uh, they coming out of work worse, man, from everywhere, man. Y'all need to be more focused on that coronavirus than a motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, a halftime show where you're dancing. That's what you do. You dance. When you're doing a performance, those ladies that we're talking about, they're dancers. That's what they do. In their performances, they dance. Now you got all types of dances going on. You got the line dance. You got the, you know, the the hips. The, you know, you got the twerking, and you, you know, you got all kinds of dances when it comes to music. But I wouldn't classify it as no porn or soft porn. But that's just people. That's where we at, y'all. So Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson responded to the comedian Michael Blackskin. Um, uh, about a meme that was put up by his daughter. Now I have to say, man, I, I when I first seen the post, I didn't think it was a meme, and I'm gonna tell y'all what it was. Somebody got a picture of Mike Tyson hugging on his daughter, and it says the caption was, "It just looked like a regular Instagram post," and it said that whoever marries my daughter, I will give you ten million dollars. That's what it said. You know, when I first seen it, I thought it was real. I thought, you know, Mike Tyson, you know, was because you know Mike Tyson, you know, he, he got hit with a lot of punches, man. So you 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 start to question some of his decisions. And if you ever go back and look at some of the, you know, some of the the, the video clips from Mike Tyson in his fighting days and all that, he always said some shit that was off the wall. So that's why I guess I kind of believe, you know, he did that. But he said it wasn't truth because Michael Blaskin, the comedian, got in his DM and said, um, hey, man, you know, I'm ready to settle down. You know, I will marry your daughter 
fuck the money. You know what I'm saying? I'm just ready for Mel Black Queen. And the reason why I, you know, people was probably thought it was, you know, somewhat real because, you know, you know, Mike Tyson, an ugly motherfucker, man. You know what I'm saying? With this big ass black tattoo on the side of his face. You know what I'm saying? And his daughter, you know, she was on the heavy side and she kind of looked like him a little bit. Okay? So let's just go and put that out there for those that didn't see the post, the picture that came across. You know what I mean? And um, so that's why, you know, it was kind of like a love. You know, it was a touch. You know what I'm saying? So he responded like, you know, I'm ready to do it, Mike. You know, but Mike responded to him. You know what I'm saying? And told him, I knocked the black off you. And then, you know, as I'm reading everything Mike Tyson said, you know what I'm saying? I kind of was, you know, reading in, in how he would talk. I don't know why, but I was reading what he was saying with the same anger that he was saying it with in the way he would, you know, would say it, man. You know what I'm saying? Because you know Mike Tyson is known to have been one of the best knockout artists in all of all time, man. You know, he was that vicious. When he punch a motherfucker, you see sweat coming from their forehead. You know what I'm saying? It's like he, it's like he'll hit you, and you know what I'm saying? Your brain will do a spin. You know, this man used to. So I was reading it, you know, from that, you know, you know, in his, in that voice, man. And I was getting angry as I was reading because I was imagining, you know what I'm saying? Because I know Mike Tyson. If he ran up on Mike Blast, he'll probably punch him. He'll probably knock him out, man. He'll probably hit him right in the mouth. I'm telling you, I believe it. I believe right now, if we ever had an encounter with Mike Tyson and Michael Blaskin, Mike Tyson gonna hit him right in his mouth. That's what I believe. So that happened. Did y'all hear about, do y'all know who Stormy Daniels is? Now I'm gonna tell you, cause she supposed to be coming, you know what I'm saying, to Naples, Florida, you know, at, off, at, off the hook comedy club for a Q and A. I didn't know Stormy. Da- no, well, first of all, let me tell y'all who Stormy Daniels is. Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels is an adult filmmaker actress, but her claim to fame is when she had, you know, what I'm saying the settlement with Donald Trump. She was supposed to be having an affair with him. You know, they was messing around. And I guess Donald Trump and his guy, whatever, you know, paid us some money, you know, to hush, knowing his campaign, you know, you know, hush money. He gave her, they gave her $130,000 now, you know what I'm saying? $130,000 to hush, that's cheap, boy. <laughs> that's cheap, that's cheap. So I don't know what, what, what Stormy got going on, but... You know what I'm saying? If he gave you $130,000 to hush, boy, you ain't hear no shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't, and you don't know her. She must be a garbage porn star. She must be a garbage. She got to be. You know what I'm talking about? Because you, you ain't know her. You know what I'm saying? You ain't know Stormy Daniels until, she, you know what I'm saying? Her claim to fame is with Donald Trump. And, then, you know, he was running this campaign. And they supposed to be messing around. And he got her to hush. That's her claim to fame. Her film industry, you know what I'm talking about? I looked it up. She played it in a 40-year-old version. I remember that movie. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't remember her. You know what I'm saying? She played in some more shit. You know, she went on Saturday Night Live and, you know, did some more things. But you don't, you don't remember. You know what I'm saying? So her film career is garbage. Her claim to fame is with Donald Trump. So she come into the Off the Hook Comment Club for a Q&A. Apparently she's doing stand-up now, man. What? What? That lets me know right there. This thing, this, this thing that we living in, this entertainment world we living in, it's all about name. Talent, you can be mediocre. You can be mediocre. But if you have a name, they gonna, you booked. Now, you don't know what kind of dope jokes you're going to get up there and tell. You know what I'm talking about? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many jokes you're going to get up there and tell. And a bitch going to laugh. But you ain't looking like nothing. I know that because I checked you out. Because I need to know, man. Because I got a podcast I'm trying to do. And I got to convey all this stuff to my listeners. You know what I'm talking about? She ain't looking like nothing. And I don't know if she can tell jokes. Because I damn sure know she can't negotiate no contract. Because, bitch, you got $130,000. That cheap. He cheap you. You the $40 lady. You know what I'm talking about? You, 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 you. I mean, uh, uh, what, what, what's her name, man? That got caught with the white actress, the black girl from back in the days. Got caught with uh, Hugh. Hugh something. You know what I'm saying? That had the white the, the white model for a wife. And he got caught with the, the, the black girl on Los Angeles script. I forget her name. I'm going to tell y'all back in my next podcast. That's why I need me assistant with me so they can Google this shit for me and get, so I can get y'all that information. But it was a white guy. He was an actress. His wife was a model. I think her name was Elizabeth, and he got caught on Crenshaw, maybe L.A., down the script with the black girl, and she got famous. She got more than 100,000 that night, man. You know what I'm talking about? Stormy Daniels, career booter, but I don't know what kind of Q&A joke she gonna tell, but, I, you know, if I was part of that Q&A, you know, I asked her, hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, did you get more money from Donald Trump or from your porn career? Because I know her porn career ain't gave her nothing. <laughs> My motherfuckers ain't give her nothing. She was just on film trying to get on, man. She ain't get nothing. She ain't get shit from that porn career. You know what I'm talking about? But, you know, that's what my Q&A would be. Now, it's time to go into... Who eats first at the dinner table? That's a good question. But I'm going to answer that for you. It shouldn't be a surprise, but the man should eat first at the dinner table. But he would never accept the offer. The fact that his woman, his wife, Continuously to crown him as the king is all he needs. That's it. Because everybody know that a man, he gonna step in front of that bullet. And if a man is willing to eat first, he's doing it for a couple reasons. 
He want to make sure the food's okay. He don't want his family to get poisoned, food poisoned, you know, knife, I mean, glass in the food or whatever. You know, in those kind of situations. Or maybe he got a newborn. You know how you put the food in your mouth because it's too hot. Cool it down. Feed the kid. The man should eat first in theory. Because this is the way it used to work. And this is what is. This is where this thing first came into play at. You know, back in the days, you had families, okay? And within that family, you know, you had the wife, she was home taking care of the kids while the man did all the work. You know what I'm saying? The physical work. And let's 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 be clear. You know what I'm saying? Raising the family is definitely the most important of the job. Let let uh, let me be clear on that. You know what I'm saying? It is most important. So that but that's what happened. So the woman wanted the man to keep have to be able to have enough strength to keep getting out there to get the work done. So she made sure he ate first and got full and then everybody else got what it, you know, you know got what the remains. And if you look at the lions, that's kind of how they do it. The, 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 the lioness, she goes out there and hunt, and she brings home the food to the king. He eats, and then everybody gets, you know, whatever. You know, in theory, that's that's the theory that, you know, in theory, that's how it works. But, you know, we had to... to we had to... Um, Revise, you know, what I'm saying how we was, you know, how this thing worked. We had to revise. So, in my revision, I said, in theory, yes, but a now, but a man would never accept that offer because he can always put his family first. He just wants to know that his family crowns him as the king, and as many times as his family does that. He always going to throw himself in front of the bullet for his family. Because right now, let's say, for example, right? They say, let's just say there were 22 ounces of food left. And the man needed 20 ounces of food to live. And the woman needs one ounce of food to live. And both of the kids needs one ounce a piece. We shot one ounce of one ounce of food. What would the man do in that situation? He would take the 19 and live with the results. That's what he would do. And as a man, that's what you have to do. See what I. What I understand and what I know, they don't tuck the dinner table out of the household. It's out of the household because both parents are working now. So the dinner table goes out the household. And this is very significant because at the dinner table, as a family, that's where you catch up. 
that's where the conversation happens. Well, we can talk about, you know, our day, your day, and we can tackle situations and problems over them. Because you at work, you at school, you at work, you at school. You going to baseball practice, you going to softball practice, you got dancing lessons, you know, all this right here. So the dinner table is out of the is out of the household. So you don't really get a chance to communicate with the family as much as you should. And that's why, you know, taking them to school, picking them up to school, you can get conversations in that way. You don't just you don't talk to them as much. But in theory, Man, he's first, but he's going to never accept that offer. He just want to know that you crowned him king. And as a result, he's going to always put his family first. That's what a real true man will always do. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. This has been another episode of What's Happening. And you know I'm your host as always, P-Line. And I'm out.